everybody, and welcome to the third episode of Prospect Profile. My name is Lawrence once again, and uh, we are going to be covering a couple players from conferences we actually haven't uh, looked into yet. I've been trying to diversify who and w what we cover on the show. I mean, I've even covered an FCS player so far uh, in Jimmy Moreland on the first episode. Hoping to do that uh, again soon, but um, for now, we're going to stick... With a couple power conferences, a uh, traditional, uh, big a Big Ten player and an SEC player. Um, for, we're gonna start with this SEC player, and that would be we're gonna do a, switch it up a little bit. We're gonna start on the def defensive side of the ball um, instead on this show. Um, so the prospect in mind is Josh Allen, not to be confused with. Um, the current Josh Allen that is quarterbacking for the Buffalo Bills in the NFL. Uh, this is a completely different Josh Allen, uh, who's still in college, playing for Kentucky uh, at, at linebacker. Um, he's 6'5", 260 pounds about, you know, give or take. You know, those measurements are sometimes a little bit, <laughs> you know, exaggerated or a little less or more than what, what you'd expect. But this kid has uh, got some really interesting film. Uh, he's like that, what I like to call like a really raw player um, in that you could see there's a lot of untapped potential with Josh. Um, he's got he's got he's got big time play ability written all over him. It's just I think there's some things that need to be refined in his play style to, to make him like a real viable, uh, dangerous pass rusher in the NFL. Not to say that he wouldn't be a good situational pass rusher right now in the NFL, but I think that there are things he can improve on. But there, there's potential there, like I said. So let's start with some of the bullet points I, I've uh, indicated so far when watching film on Josh Allen and reading up on, on him a little bit. So the pros I see with Josh is that he could be so dominant with his with his athletic ability because he's so quick. Um, he he can be so dominant to the point where he's drawing double teams on on guys because some certain tackles just cannot keep up with his speed at all on the college level. So you're sending two guy a guard to help with him, and uh, that's opening it, opening it up for everybody else on their defense, and that's causing problems for for an offense when you're having to double team one guy. Cause that, you know, that leaves another space open for a guy to shoot through a gap and whatnot. So he's, he's already affecting the way, um, offenses are playing against their defense in games. And that, that's a big time thing for, to see if you're an NFL scout, obviously when he's forcing double teams like that, you know, you've got a guy that, that could be molded into a, a pretty, pretty nasty pass rusher on the next level. So in piggybacking off of that point, he absolutely has this ridiculous speed that I, I just kind of mentioned. Uh, he, it's, it's just pretty insane how quick he is off the edge. He just, it's sometimes it's like, I think he's almost too quick for his own good sometimes, which I'll get into in a little bit, uh, a little later, but, his speed is, you know, when you're, he's facing tackles that just can't keep up with it. It's like, forget about it. You're not going to block him. 
uh, quarterbacks are just not going to have that time to sit back there and throw. They, they're just going to have to rush a throw or they're going to get sacked. And he's so he's affecting the play with his speed. Uh, and I noticed the, the one big example I saw was in the, the Miss State game, which was a very competitive game against a very good team and a very good quarterback in uh, Nick Fitzgerald who can run as well. He's very, very good running quarterback. And Josh Allen had no problem at times keeping up with him and and chasing him down and uh, and, and just in general like getting there quick. And, they, and Miss State had to send two guys more than once to block him in that game. And I, he single-handedly changed how that that game was. Miss State struggled mightily against Kentucky in that game, large part due to Josh Allen's effectiveness uh, coming from Nick Fitzgerald off the edge. So it, this this guy can definitely change away uh, team game plans. And, and what's the nice thing about Allen too is that with his speed. He can also drop into coverage and cover tight ends and everything. And he's he got a pretty solid size. He's 6'5", 260, so he's got like the length to be able to cover tight ends in in that in those situations or like uh, backs out of the backfield. And um, so that that's a really good indicator that he he can do a lot of different things on the next level in the NFL. Uh, very versatile. Uh, I've even seen him play inside on some film. He can play inside linebacker, can brush from both sides very well. So you can move him around like a chess piece, which is very important to be able to you know be versatile as a pass rusher. So that I that's what I noticed was really really impressive about Josh. Uh, but there are some things that do concern me with Josh Allen uh, for sure. And I think some of these things for me would prevent me from maybe taking a chance on him in the first round uh, just because I think he's so raw right now. But there's there's so much you can do with him. But right now, I think, I think he's more of a second-round guy. Um, and that is because I think, yeah, he is fast. But I think Josh Allen's problem right now is that I think his quickness sometimes can be a disadvantage to him because I find him on film at times he's over pursuing plays because he's so he's so fast that he's almost like trying to get there to a spot where there's there's not going to be somebody you know when the play develops so he's he's kind of like a quarterback can take advantage of that and step up in the pocket on him and I think he's going to, because you'll actually see him a lot of times miss because he's like overrunning the play. A, a quarterback that doesn't panic and can step up in the pocket, they're going to, um, they're going to take advantage of that. And, and I think that also hurts him in the run game too. I find, I find he kind of disappears at times in the run game a little bit. Uh, he's, not like a huge factor. Like I, I know he has a good amount of tackles on the season. I think he has close to 50 tackles, but I just haven't on film. It's just he hasn't seemed like a dominant run stopper. I'm not saying he's bad in the run game, I, but I just don't think he's a guy that's, that's where his bread and butter is going to be ever. I think he's not terrible at it, but I think he, at times he will over pursue like a run play, and he's gonna miss some tackles here and there. 
Um, so that's a that's kind of a, a cons big concern of mine. Another uh, concern right now, which isn't as bad because I think this is a thing you can really develop more and and coach into him, is that right now, I feel Josh Allen has a limited amount of pass rushing maneuvers and tricks of the trade. He kind of relies on his major league athletic s speed <laughs> to try to get to the quarterback. And then you on a film, a lot of times you see there's not a lot in terms of power. He's not really driving line, uh, a lineman back with his, with his strength, which concerns me a little bit because you need to have more than speed in the NFL to pass rush. Cause these guys in the NFL, some of these tackles are, they have quick feet. They can keep up with guys like him. And so Speed isn't always going to get it done. You have to be able to have some finesse moves. You have to have some power bull rushing moves. Um, you know, anything like that can diversify how you get to the quarterback. And right now, he doesn't have that. You could see it on the film. He doesn't really have that at all. And I, I get that he's so quick. And yeah, sometimes you don't need all that. But... Like I said, the NFL is it's different. There's there's a different breed there blocking for blocking the quarterback, and uh, he needs to learn or be coached on how to mix it up a little bit and try to di find different ways to get to the quarterback that isn't just using his blazing fast uh, speed to get there. So I mean, that's nothing against him because I think. It's. I think there's a ability there. There is absolutely potential to be had with Josh Allen. I, if you can coach this guy right, and you can teach him, and mold him, guy is going to be a absolute stud in the league for years to come. Uh, but I think it's going to take time, and I think whoever drafts Josh Allen is going to have to be pretty patient with him for the first couple years of his development. I don't think he's going to go in right there and absolutely light the world on fire. I think he's going to be used more in situational types of pass rushing uh, and not as like a full every down player as he starts until he proves that he can be more of a a force in the, like the run game until he finds more ways to get to the quarterback. Um, but I do like his, like I said before, like I do like his coverage ability. So I think that'll definitely get him on the field in certain situations to cover tight ends and and whatnot. But I don't know. Josh Allen is a very intriguing prospect for sure. And I think with his, I think his upside is very, very high. It's just, can he reach that? In the right situation, I think he can. But um, right now, uh, he's I don't think he's a finished product at all. There's some guys that are just like pro-ready from day one uh, when they get drafted. I don't think Josh Allen's that guy. But he can be. And uh, you can't coach what he has in terms of speed and just his athletic you know, ability. So you can work with that. <laughs> I, I absolutely, you know, I'm if I'm a GM... I see how late, you know, I see if he can maybe wait into the second round. If he's there in the second round or early second round, I absolutely take a chance on him. No doubt. Um, 
I just don't think personally would I pick him the first. I don't know. I think he just right now he wouldn't be as like pro ready as I'd want him to be to warrant me spending a first round pick on him. But that's me. So I know some people have different philosophies on that. But yeah, uh, that's that's about it on on Allen. I I like his game a lot. Uh, but at the same time, I believe. Uh, he needs to be refined as a prospect. So, the next prospect we're going to be covering on the show is David Montgomery, the running back from Iowa State. He's 5'11", 215 pounds. I really like what I've seen from this guy on tape. I think he might be one of the best running backs in the country right now. Uh, And just, there's just a lot I see from him that makes me believe he's definitely a pro kind of back. Um, what I see that makes makes me make that assumption, he uh, he just always keeps his legs moving constantly. He's got he has very deceptive strength. I mean, he's a pretty big guy. I mean, that's that's pretty good size, five eleven, two fifteen for a back. Um, but he's got more strength than you think. Like he can really work his way through guys. Um, in pot, large and big pileups in the in the line on the line of scrimmage, um, just, he just keeps his legs going. I mean, for me, it's like I just don't like stand-up runners that really get get stonewalled at the line so quickly. Uh, he's not like that. He keeps his pad level low and is able to just get through guys with his strength. And the other thing he can do, it's not just that, is that he's also just quick and decisive in his cuts moves as well he doesn't dance around very much it's for more of him he he's more of a one cut and a go type of guy and I think he's just so decisive in that regard where I think he could play very well in a zone blocking scheme uh where he that's where that's accentuated where you are really called upon to make that one decision and go I think he would be so good in a system like that uh, I just I just like how smart he is. He's quick in his decision making. He doesn't he doesn't look confused back there running the ball. You know he doesn't have like a low IQ low like a he has a good ball carrier like type of vision. Um, he also can catch really well. Uh, I seen him used in the slot at Iowa State, which is really impressive to me. It means you know he could be a matchup nightmare for certain teams because you don't know what you know where he, how you're gonna have to stop him. You, you know if he sometimes he's gonna line up in the slot for a mismatch on a on a linebacker that maybe he can't keep up with him too well, or or you know just whatever you know or just catching the ball in general is just always a good thing to be able to do as a running back, especially in these days in the NFL where the passing game is so called upon and the you know the dump off pass is such a big thing in uh in the playbooks now. It's right, you know, or halfback screens, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, but also his like jump cuts are so fluid. He's a ridiculously elusive back. He had 109 combined missed tackles last season, which is just um, insane. <laughs> the guy just makes people miss. Uh, they rarely bring him down on first contact. Whether it's him powering through guys, getting around guys. <laughs> David Montgomery is the real deal. He has that 
pro skill set of everything you ask for in a pro running back, it's it's all there really, and I am very very impressed with him. There, I mean, obviously though, there with a guy like that, you know, there are even then some concerns that are maybe not so big, but but what I've seen the biggest one for me is like on film he hasn't shown much in terms of pass blocking. I feel with his size, he won't have too much of a problem with it. I'm not sure how good his technique is. I haven't seen a lot of it, but I think it's something he could work on. It's very important to be able to pass block as a running back in the pros. A lot of coaches will hold the guy back because of that lack of ability. See uh, Aaron Jones in Green Bay. See, well, until now, Nick Chubb in in, uh, Cleveland. got talented runners, but there sometimes their coaches put more importance on being able to block for their their quarterback over you know pure running ability. So that's definitely a thing. You know, if he wants to be an every down type of back, he's gonna have to excel in that a little more. But that's that's something that could be worked on and taught. Also, the thing that one I think a knock on him maybe is that he doesn't have that track speed. At, you know, he doesn't have that athletic like speed like a guy like Travis Etienne for Clemson has you know he doesn't have that straight line just blazing speed I personally don't see that as much of a problem as I think some may but I think for his draft stock that might kick him to the you know more that third round area where people are like oh you can always get a running back in the third round and not like a guy such as Todd Gurley, such as Ezekiel Elliott, such as Saquon Barkley. He just doesn't have quite that gear they have. But that's not to say he isn't fast at all. I I think, from what I've seen, but I think he's more laterally quick, which for me is 100 times more important than straight line speed. Give me a guy that can give me those 20-yard runs making guys miss than the guy that can hit the 60 yard home run, you know, any day. It's just give me that consistency. And I think David Montgomery offers that hundred percent. So for me, I, I guess it's not as much of a concern as much as more of a, a thing that I think may other people may see more of as concern with him. I, I like David Montgomery a ton. Personally, I think he'll go in that like second, third round area because that's just how the running back uh, situation is and looked at now in draft uh, boards and whatnot. It takes a really special guy like a Barkley or whatnot to go that high. So I don't think David Montgomery will make it there, but I think he has the talent to be a real darn good back in the NFL. And I think any team that lands him is going to be very, very happy with him. Just because he's so smart running the ball, and he's very so elusive. And I think elusiveness is one of the most important traits in an NFL back now. It's being able to make guys miss and, and you know, take that play to the second level by doing so. And make runs that may have been, like, you know, three yards into ten yards. So, I think David Montgomery can offer that, for sure. Really good prospect. Um, for now, 
uh, that's going to be about it for the show today. I know it's a little short, but um, there's been it's been a kind of like a, a busy day for myself, and uh, I kind of wanted to do a quick, succinct show after how long last week was. And we had three players last week, and I only did two this week. So I'm going to look to try to get another episode out as soon as I can after this, because I know this was a little short-changed. Uh, I hope the insight was pretty good on these two guys. I like them both in different ways. I think like a David Montgomery is a more of a pro-ready player than Josh Allen is, but maybe he doesn't have that ceiling that Josh Allen has as a player. Where Josh Allen, you know, has all that potential in the world, but he's just very raw and needs to be refined a little bit. So I think I kind of covered two very, very different kinds of players uh, on this show today, which I, I like to do. Um, anyway, uh, to end this, just want to say follow the show. Um, we're on Prospect Profile. It's on iTunes. You can look it up just by looking up Prospect Profile. I also have the link on my, my uh, on the Prospect Profile Twitter page if you follow that. And um, we're also on Podbean at prospectprofile.podbean.com if that is your preferred platform of listening. Um, you could follow uh, Prospect Profile on Twitter at Prospect Prof. At Prospect Prof. P-R-O-F. And uh, you can follow my personal Twitter at L-O-B underscore three if you so wish. Uh, where I've been trying to tweet from both accounts and in regards to uh, football content. Well, thank you everybody for listening once again. Uh, my name is Lawrence and I will see you all next time. Thank you for listening.